Welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? This is Isu back again, E-Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode 266. Today we'll be talking about TV, including Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, The Resort, The Patient, The Rehearsal, and Big Brother 24. Movies including Me Time, Fall, and Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. And as always, The Week in Sports, including WWE's Clash at the Castle, The Week in Funko and Collecting, Weekly Star Wars Moment, and our weekly random movie and song recommendations. But before I go any further, it's the Nez! We're going to be brief on Big Brother. Go over to Anchor and listen to uh, more. Um, You hear these fireworks going off over here? (laughs) No. I don't hear nothing. Popping outside. But uh, I was trying to watch tonight's episode, but it kept stopping. And then I just I just got fed up and said, whatever, and just quit and just quit. But I did see the um, Zingbot. Yeah, that was dumb. That was so stupid. Uh, Is that just one of the buddy? But. It's a fan favorite. They do it every year. Um, it started around Big Brother 10-ish. So they haven't done it the whole time. But uh, for the last at least like 12 years, I'd say. Man, it was it was kind of dumb. <laughs> but <laughs> they were they were they weren't. Sometimes they go really harsh. Uh, the harshest one this time was at Alyssa. He said something to the effect of that, uh, Alyssa, you're like uh, a heavy coat in the desert. Um, completely useless and dead weight. She doesn't really do anything. So, <laughs> Well, she, she's the only one that hasn't won a comp. That's still left in the house. Michael's won a ton. Taylor's won an HOH. Turner's won two HOH. Brittany's won two vetoes. Monty's won a head of household. And uh, DJ Showtime's won a head of household and a veto. So Alyssa's the only person who hasn't won anything. But uh, yeah, it's like it's an it's an iconic week. It's Zing Week. Um, normally he's there for the veto. They decided to. Um, do him for the first time ever for the the head of household, but it was weird. They did the competition, then they went inside for a couple hours, then Zingbot showed up and then zinged him. Normally, before the virus, um, he would he would always show up for veto, and he actually used to come in the house. And it was it was like early in the day when when people were still sleeping. And he'd, Wake up, house guests. And and then they'd all go in the kitchen area, and then he'd zing them. The best season, in my opinion, season sixteen. Uh, 
that season was cool too because when he came in he was malfunctioning and he was doing props and then kathy griffin uh showed up and she's like oh we need to save zingbot he needs to get back to his spiteful self so she started like zinging the house guests that year (laughs) what's this kathy griffin yeah she came in season 16 and she hit him with she hit him with a couple good ones and then it was like a double thing because like Zing came in, did the compliments, and they were like, what? Oh, this isn't what we wanted. And then Kathy Griffin comes in. She starts zinging them. Then they do the competition, and then Zingbot gets fixed, and then he did a series of zings on the house guests. So they really did it up there. Um, Speaking of zings, though, uh, the iconic week is going to continue with Wednesday's episode, BB Comics. Uh, which is a traditional uh, comp they always do where they swing down this wire and they look in a window and see these, these comic book covers and they do one for each house guest this year. They only did 15. They decided not to give Paloma one because she left on her own and wasn't properly evicted. So they, I assume Paloma, that means Paloma uh, pretty much confirmed. She won't be part of uh, finale night either, but um yeah, this is crazy. I I just I, I I heard about a few of the comics. We'll see them all on Wednesday, but I heard about a few, and one of them like seriously had my jaw drop. And that doesn't happen very much for me. I can't believe they went there. We've been talking about it uh, a few times here, a few times on the live feed updates. But uh, he's gone out of the house now. But Kyle, his comic cover, he's uh, rep. Kyle and he's a reptile but they each one has a phrase and I can't believe they went at him like this especially considering this is going to be seen on the live on the regular show and like they do crazy stuff on the live feeds but usually the show is meant for families and um, it said something to the effect of uh, he's got Reptile dysfunction. Damn. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I can't believe they went there <laughs> with that. Like, obviously, <laughs> we know what they're talking about. Yeah, a rep, a reptile dysfunction. Oh my goodness. Wow. Um, well, they want to push it to the edge this season. Yeah, like they took it relatively tame with Zingbot this year, but uh, yeah, they sure went for it on the comic that we'll see on Wednesday. So, but yeah, we can save the rest of uh, Big Brother for uh, the feed update. Well, TV, I don't got anything. I didn't, uh, the only thing I watched, uh, She Hulk and, um, Everybody flipped out over um, whoever the stallion or whatever the hell her name Megan. is. And I didn't even know who she was. I didn't even know that was a real person <laughs> until you the song seen at her the end. Commercial for uh, for uh, Popeyes. No, I don't have TV anymore. I I, I just streaming. I don't well, see commercials. That's what I'm saying. You don't see you don't see you don't see YouTube commercials. 
Oh, I'm better. I'm, I'm better than that. I got premium. No, oh. no commercial. <laughs> see, that's where I see most of my commercials these days is YouTube. I don't see none of that. I'm above all that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good to hear. Uh, shout out to my friend. Yeah. Got the hook up there. Um, But uh, when the song played, I went, okay, I heard this song and I didn't really care for it. But when I looked it up, I went, ah, okay, that's her. Uh, I just thought it was somebody made up uh, for the show. I didn't. Uh, see everyone, everyone. If you guys have been listening to the show, um, you guys know wh- what I'm listening to. And but if you're new, welcome. Uh, I don't yeah. listen to that bullshit. <laughs> I, I like old school stuff. Uh, being this, the, it's all old school now with the stuff I grew up with, not the the way way. <laughs> it's weird now, man. Like classic rock is Metallica and stuff like that. When I was growing up, classic rock was like ACDC and Black Sabbath and stuff like that. But, uh, yep, I'm an old timer. I'm officially a classic, but um, that part was funny. I'll probably forget if we wait to the live feed, so I'll just bring it up now. I text you this, but I don't know if you actually saw it. Um, You know, they talk about all kinds of stuff in the house, and one random topic that came up is if you had to choose all music before 2000 or music after 2000. And to me, I know you're the same way. That's going to be before 2000. Easy choice. But it was interesting to see like who picked what. Um, I think Monty and Turner picked after 2000s. And I think uh, Brittany and Taylor picked before 2000s. <laughs> no, it's got to be before. Um, it's got to be before. I've liked uh, some things, obviously, since 2000, but it's far and away. You get all, like, especially you get uh, all my uh, high school years hip hop, all that uh, Wu Tang, all that Death Row, Snoop, and Dre, the Biggie, all the bad boy stuff. Yeah. Outcast, you get all of that. Yeah, it's got to be 2000, before 2000s, 100%. And then, of course, mm-hmm. everything that comes before that, like, it's just, it blew my mind that uh, Turner, like, yeah, don't get me wrong, Turner, I think, is the youngest in the house. He's, I think, as old as Jade. He's 22. But I think Jade, honestly, would pick before 2000s if we asked her. <laughs> I mean, that's with my kids. I mean, they all the stuff that I listen to, they listen to now. I mean, especially Eric. Right. Um, right. He listens to all the stuff that I grew up with during my teen years. And whatever the new stuff is, and even stuff before. I mean, when I bring up the, the classic rock, he listens to Sabbath and Ozzy and stuff like that. But I don't know. Music is, is different. But this Megan the Stallion chick. Um, I, it didn't bother me. I mean, the song's catchy. I'm sure if you're in the club or whatever, I'm I'm, I'm sure the song's been out for a while now. But uh, the fan base just it flipped out 
and uh, the the internet went wild. Like, oh my god, what are you guys doing? And they were some guys were like, man, the CGI is starting to look crappy now. I noticed some of it did look kind of crappy, but it didn't. It didn't take me out of the show. I didn't. I'm not gonna stop watching it. Um, and then I guess the Megan the Stallion really threw everyone. Uh, overboard and ah, oh my god, this song's old. That's wow. funny. That's that's funny because with the things I follow, like I actually saw nothing but love for it, which is interesting. <laughs> Not me, man. Everybody, I was. I follow. <laughs> everybody was flipping out, saying, "This is horrible." And this is this is what Tony Stark died for. And I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know, but man, whatever. Um, I'm going to continue. I mean, I like what's happening. It, I, the only thing I hate is that they're 30 minutes long. Yeah. Uh, where, where's Daredevil? Come on, bring him in. Um, but I mean, it, it is what it is. It's it's another Marvel show. I mean, they all can be. Yeah, I mean, I think the the one that's at the bottom of my list so far out of all the MCU TV shows has been Moon Knight. I mean, Which is everything crazy, else. at the top for me. It's it's probably second to Loki for me. I love uh, Moon Knight that much. I'm not uh, even just saying that. Like, I love that show. So uh, we really I, have I to need, disconnect there. I need to go back to it. I just was like, what's happening in this show? It was just like boring. So, uh, I, I don't know. It. I love. I'm not even joking. It's number two in the TV I mean, ranking for me. I I was gonna like Loki no matter what because I was just I love that character and Loki the show was awesome. Wanda, number two for me. Wandavision was awesome. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier that was badass. Um, Hawkeye. Yeah, Wandavision. Hawk. Oh, Hawkeye. That was good. Uh, Miss Marvel, Marvel. That was badass. That was hella good. Um. And what's coming next? Um, Werewolf by Night, but I think that's just a one shot. And then Guardians is a one shot. And then next year is Secret Invasion. I think what's leading the charge for me is Loki, then What If, and then um, WandaVision, Miss Marvel, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, She Hulk. No, wait, wait. Did I say Hawkeye? I don't know. But She-Hulk is probably... And Moon Knight right now is dead last, and She-Hulk is right above, Crazy. Right above that. But I, I need Number to go two. back and finish. I need I need to go and finish it, because I was just like, ugh. I don't know. It, it just... I was never a fan of the character, first of all. It was just like, who, who cares, man? Give me How somebody... How far did you even go, though? For I, one episode. One episode?! Yeah, and it was garbage. I barely got through that. Oh my goodness! I was like, oh, oh, come on. I was like, what else is on? That's why I went to Miss Marvel. I was like, you know what? I'll come back to this one. And I went to Miss Marvel, and I got sucked into that quick. One <laughs> that was hella good. So I was just like, nothing's happening in this show. Come on. But you uh, how many episodes was that? Six. Yeah. I mean, but one episode out of all the other shows hooked me in. This one, I was like, uh, that was one with um, the Jessica Jones. I did two episodes of that, and I said, oh, I'm tapped out on that show. I said, it's, no, the, um, it's You know why I love it so much? It's the Mr. Robot. 
of MCU. Obviously, I got a lot of love for Mr. Robot. That was a good show. I, I got hooked. I still need to finish that third season. But, I mean, I see that first episode of that hooked me, and I had to see more. This one's just like, uh, I was looking at my phone, looking at the time, and I was like, all right, as soon as it was over, I went straight to Miss Marvel. And I, I was all in on that one. That first episode got me hyped. All right. So, I don't know. I got I to go finish it. Of course, I got to see how it ends and everything. How many episodes? Six? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, but um, I'm not flipping out over She-Hulk. I mean, cause, Take it easy, man. I've said this a billion times. You guys are lucky you're getting these shows. We didn't have that on yeah. that. Go listen to um, the episode I did with uh, Russ and uh, King Castro, the Underground Podcast. Underground Kings Podcast. Go check them out. They ran through all kinds of stuff. I mean, we had Batman. We had Superman. We had Incredible Hulk and Spider-Man. That was it. And the only new ones for me growing up were Spider-Man and the Incredible Hulk. We had old black and white Superman and, and Batman 66, which was already old. Those were the ones. Or then we even got that dumb Captain America movie. That was it. You guys are getting show after show after show, movie after movie. Just accept it and ride and awesome. You guys are lucky you're getting all this. We had <laughs> Superman. Four Superman movies. And then Four Batman movies. That was it. You guys are, you got what, how many MCU movies? 20, 20 something plus? 25 all, plus. All the DC movies? You guys all need to shut the hell up and just enjoy these shows. If you don't like it, don't watch them. There's I, was like, <laughs> I was like, God, man, you guys are just spoiled brats, man. Just enjoy it. Yes, I was cutting up on Moon Knight, but I appreciate what we have. And and I'm it's just it's just I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just an old man bitching and complaining. <laughs> Again, if you're new to the show, this is me. This is how I am. I'm just tired of crybabies. <laughs> don't let me get into political bullshit. Oh man, but well that it's just it is what it is. I'm gonna go back and finish. I still need to finish the boys too. I like that show. But, right. I mean, Moon Knight, it just, again, I was not that ever a fan of the character. So I need to go and finish. I got, what, five more episodes to watch. Uh, I'll probably have to rewatch the first one because I don't even remember what was going on <laughs> in it. But we'll see. I love, but I'm, I love I'm, I'm loving what we have. Everything that we've had since uh, D- Disney Plus started. Um, even the Star Wars stuff. And... The Star Wars movies that we got, Solo, Rogue One, uh, the other three films. I mean, you and the TV shows, Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Obi Wan. We're getting Andor pretty soon. Three episodes on uh, awesome. Twenty first, a couple weeks. I mean, just enjoy it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. I mean, that's me. If Uh, there's something that there's ton of shows that I'll start. And go, eh, I'm good. Yep. I won't go back. Oh, yeah. These days, so, uh, you, you better enjoy it because well, then what are you doing with your time? I definitely found that out. Like, if you're going to, you know, if there's no point. If you're not enjoying it, yeah, don't do it. <laughs> find something else. 
there's a billion other TV shows out there, new and old. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I just found out, I mean, I, I already have, I have all the DVDs, but I found the podcast that I've been listening to lately, uh, which I love because it's, um, it was a TV series that I just grew up watching and I loved it. Shout out to, uh, alienation, the newcomers podcast. Uh, if you guys have watched that TV show or the movie that came out in the eighties, um, I loved that TV show and I found, just found out all those episodes are on YouTube. Um, so if you were ever interested or if you liked the movie and you wanted to see more of the adventures of Sykes and, um, uh, uh, San Francisco or, or he was San Francisco in the movie, but then, uh, Sykes didn't want to call him that. So he changed his name to George, but, uh, there are two cops in LA. I mean, just, I thought the show was awesome. I mean, go, there's a ton of things on YouTube to watch TV series wise. Uh, I don't know. They don't, I don't think they do uh, their own original content anymore. After Cobra Kai and that show Wayne, I didn't, I haven't seen anything else on, on YouTube. So, uh, I mean, I know Wayne, Wayne went to Amazon for a minute. I don't, I don't even think that got a second season. I mean, Cobra Kai, we already know that's coming up soon. Uh, I can't wait for that. And yes, I'm going to binge that at midnight. As soon as it drops, I can't wait for Cobra Kai to come out. But again, there, there is a, a ton there of was a YouTube stuff for you guys to watch. About Co- there was a YouTube commercial about Cobra Kai. Like, uh, I think it was some like uh, foods that they're coming out with or something. Why not? Like food line. Everyone else comes out. I mean, we were just at Walmart last night looking around. There's like Stranger Things on everything. So, but I, I don't know. Again, uh, there's a billion streaming services and there's tons of things to watch. So just yeah. uh, pick. Um, I know you got me, more out that oh, yeah, She-Hulk was you. the only thing I had. Go ahead with yeah, the, everything else you got. These quick hits. Um Starting off with Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Powers, the first two episodes hit. Uh, I'm sure you heard about the controversy going on around the show. It's kind of sad to me, but um, I guess that is what it is. It's, you know, ever since the last presidency, people felt fine to uh, come out with their prejudices and whatnot. And uh, there's a lot of people that say uh, the Tolkien world should only be uh, white and we shouldn't have uh, diverse cultures in the world of Tolkien, but that's not what they did with the show. There is diversity in the show and that's got some people saying like, Oh, that that's not how it's supposed to be. That's not Tolkien. And like, well, first of all, they're writing about a period that here that there aren't books for there's like a history of like in general, but they really are paving a new path with this series. So a lot of people are mad too. Another thing, you know, the people are down on uh, uh, women's rights right now. They want, they don't want uh, women to be able to do anything. And uh, they're mad about the way that Gladriel is portrayed as a warrior in the show. She's no warrior. That's not who she was. And it's like, well, this character lived for, Thousands of years, so I don't know. It's watch something else. 
If you guys are gonna give your panties yeah. gonna be in a bunch. God yeah, damn. so that's a little frustrating there. Moving past that, my thoughts on the series was um, it wasn't action packed, and I had to read a couple of uh, uh, fan reviews who did enjoy it um, and are big fans of Tolkien and the series. Um, they did like it, and they were saying that, like, if you actually do read Tolkien, for the most part, he is drawn out, he is slower. So that seems like what what they're doing with this series. It is only uh, this first season is only nine episodes. It is already going to have a second season. Um, but yeah, they threw up the first two. Um, they're around an hour long, the first two episodes. But yeah, um, so far it's really just establishing characters, setting things up. Um, yeah. Uh, another interesting thing I heard about the series was uh, the guy behind the Lord of the Rings, the films and the Hobbit, Peter Jackson. He offered to come in and not be like a producer or anything, but he was like willing to like talk with the people that are running this show, just like to tell him like how he approached it, just give him some, some thoughts and stuff. And I guess they didn't want to hear it at all. They didn't, they didn't uh, respond at all to him. So, um, you'll notice like, you know, it's, it's the world. It's thousands of years before the movies, but, um, besides the diversity, um, you can feel other differences where, you know, it's obviously not, what Peter Jackson's take was on the series. So, um, I know you were saying, uh, you still needed to finish the Hobbit films, right? <laughs> I haven't even started those. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, I'm going to continue watching this. I will watch them all, but, um, I would say, I don't know, like outside of like whatever everybody else is, you know, silly things they're upset about it. Like I said, it's a little slower of a series. So just be prepared for that if you do want to dig into this. Well, down to HBO, right? No, it's an Amazon show. Oh, Amazon I it was a. It's was their most thing. streamed show ever. But also, interestingly, they were. Um, I guess ready to combat the review bombers, the trolls, and they held off. Uh, uh, you couldn't, you can't, couldn't review it for the first week. So I think it came out uh, last Thursday. So yeah, you, I don't think you can start to leave your reviews on Amazon until uh, this Thursday. Which I don't know how that's going to stop review bombers, but whatever which that's such that's such a weird thing too that's we always talk about that like you can trust like you listen to somebody else on a pod like a podcast you can listen to somebody else's opinion but when you talk about going on the internet and reading somebody's review that's what you can't trust because of these review bombers if you're going to read something online you kind of have to believe the reviewers you know, the ones that work for like IGN, Rolling Stone, 
you know, Entertainment Weekly. But because if, if you read, if you read somebody's IMDb review, who knows if that's real or not, or if it's a review bomber. <laughs> There's a like maybe three guys that I watch on you YouTube that um um well, that's, review that's movies or TV. I yeah. I trust them. I, trust I mean, because they're really, they're. They're never like, oh man, this is garbage. I mean, they really, really sit there and watch these things, and they'll say what they like and what they didn't like. But overall, man, they, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. It's worth a watch. I mean, they've never really steered me wrong. And I mean, the, the Mike, uh, I think out of everyone I know, I mean, he knows what sure. I like and what I don't like as well as you. I mean, you you know my likes and dislikes. Yeah, so. pretty. Because I always say that, am I gonna like it? And yeah. Either yes or no. <laughs> I either know for sure or I'm like, maybe. <laughs> so, Which but, I'm not so sure. <laughs> like, I can't ask Joel. I mean, I love Brother Joel to death, but I can't ask him. <laughs> he don't like <laughs> nothing. <laughs> but um, I thought these were on HBO. I didn't know they were on Amazon. I mean, I yeah. watch Amazon every day, but I always watch, like, Happy Days and things like that. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, I'm well, I, I, like I said, I will say at least, you know, some of these shows we uh, come down on for being shorter. Um, at least these are over hour each. And like I say, they're taking their time with the story. So um, I feel like I said after two, I feel like there's a lot of setup there, but I'm still kind of waiting for the real story, I guess, to develop. So. They've got seven more in the first season. Uh, they invested so much in it. I'm sure it's going to go even beyond season two. So we'll see. But uh, the next one I'll quickly bring up is a show that I mentioned after seeing the first one on Peacock. And now the whole series is complete. The eighth episode aired. Uh, and this is The Resort uh, exploring love and the weird things we do in the name of it in case an elaborate true crime conspiracy with Christine Milotti, William Jackson Harper, uh, Skylar Gisondo, and Nita Bloomgarden. Uh, I, when I first brought this show up, I talked about how the main thing that kind of drew it to me to it was uh, Sam Ismail's involvement. He was the creator and showrunner behind Mr. Robot. And then he also did that uh, Amazon show. I really liked homecoming. Uh, and while he's like, not the director of this, he's like a producer. So it's kind of run through that filter. Um, I did end up really liking the whole series. It's weird. It's out there. Uh, Nick Offerman's also in it. Um, I kept up with it week by week whenever a new episode would drop. It would be there on the on the peacock, and uh, I, I I watched it week to week. So it's not for everybody. I don't know if you'd like it, but you might. Like I'm serious on this one. Like you might like it, but I I couldn't guarantee you'd love it like I did. <laughs> What's this on? Peacock, the resort. Okay. Uh, peacock uh, it pissed me off this week everyone uh really quick yeah really quick um rutherford falls got canceled after two seasons 
Mm. Uh, I'm like, really? Uh, the, I got WWE. I mean, I got Peacock just because of WWE. Well, that's, that was the, that's the, main that was the, the main reason I got it. I just kind of fell upon uh, Rutherford Falls. But it was awesome. It was an awesome series, first two seasons, and now we're not getting a third. So um, I know there's the native communities are out there trying to uh, see if some other uh, network will pick it up. I mean, Hulu. I mean, they got tons of shows. I mean, they got the hit with uh, Reservation Dogs, but. I don't know. I mean, I liked the show. It was funny. Yeah, it it was really funny. It really hit home with me uh, on the comedy, uh, the native comedy and everything. And Ed Helms, he's awesome. He's good in everything. So, but eh, I don't know. But hey, what was that show called again? I'm trying to the resort. Um, did you yeah, talk about this I, show before? I, I did. I talked about it when it first aired, and I thought, yeah, okay, about yeah, completed. Yeah, all, all eight episodes. This was kind of the thing, like, if they wanted to do a second season, it'd probably be, like, a whole new story. So I don't think, like, the actors would return. Like, I don't think they'd continue this story, but I could see them doing, like, another one. Maybe, like, there's one character. Um, I could see him, uh, Luis Guerrero Mendez's... Uh, Baltazar Frias, I could see his character like continuing into like another mystery because it's 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 like a mystery for the most part. So I, I really liked it. Like I said I kept up with it every week for like the last eight weeks. <laughs> All right, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'd be curious just to see what you think, honestly, because, like I said, like I'm not, I'm not for sure you'd like it, but you might, you might. <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, okay. But um, next one I got that I can highly recommend, but I know how you like sometimes to watch everything all together and. That might be the case here because watching this, like, I couldn't believe how short it was. They put the first two episodes up on Hulu, and this is The Patient with Steve Carell and Dom Hall Gleason, Michael Scott, and General Hux, uh, described as a psychotherapist who recently lost his wife, finds himself held prisoner by a serial killer with an unusual crest to curb his homicidal urges. I was really into it, but these are like 20 minute episodes. Like, so they fly, they put the first two up, but it was over like that. And I was like, Oh, okay. So it's 10 episodes long, but yeah, 21 minutes for the first episode, 23 minutes for the second episode. Uh, really good, but, uh, so far really short. And this is a, it seemed like it was a dramatic series. Is yeah, TV and they're only twenty minutes long. Drama, mystery, thriller. Yeah, it's going to be ten episodes though. Why they just so, be an hour? I stretch. I know they should. Instead of making it ten episodes, 
They should have made them hour-long episodes and, and did five episodes. <laughs> uh, that's probably why they stressed it out. Yeah. So it's stretched out, so that's why I'm saying, like, normally I'm all about, like, keeping up episode to episode. But for you, I know, like, you like to watch things all together sometimes, and that's probably how you'd want to do this one because it's, it's just so short. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait on that one. Yeah. All right. Next one um, is one that um, I meant to mention last time. I put it in the show notes. I read that it was part of it, and then I didn't speak about it the whole episode, so we had to take it out of the show notes. And this is an HBO show, The Rehearsal. Uh, Nathan Fielder gives people a chance to rehearse for their own lives in a world where nothing ever works out as expected. Uh, Nathan Fielder gives people the opportunity to rehearse for their own lives. HBO wouldn't say whether it was scripted or more in the vein of Nathan for you, which if you're familiar with that show, I was not, but I guess that was a comedy central show. Have you ever heard of that? Nathan for you? Nope. Um, yeah, it explores the lengths that one man will go to reduce the uncertainties of everyday life with a construction crew, a legion of actors and seemingly unlimited resources. Fielder allows ordinary people to prepare for life's biggest moments by rehearsing them in carefully crafted simulations of his own design where a single misstep could shatter your entire world. Why leave life to chance? If you've ever seen the, the TV show Community, one of my favorite TV shows of all time, this reminds me of something that the character Abed would do. Um, it is pretty interesting in that, like, yeah, for real, um, he sets up like crazy, it's like amazing actually to see um, in the first episode, he recreates... Um, a whole bar on a set like completely mimics it i take it that's pretty much like i don't know how much hbo threw at this guy but um it had to be a pretty decent amount for the stuff that he did in the show to uh let people rehearse for things like for example in the first episode this one guy who's in a trivia team um his other trivia teammates are all uh, all have master's degrees and he said he had one but it turns out that he does he doesn't and now it's been so long he's pretty embarrassed and pretty nervous to like tell them that he only has uh, like a bachelor's degree or something like that so they run through all these scenarios and like it's crazy to see like, yeah, like he thinks of all these things and it really is out there. And then the series goes further, it kind of latches onto like this one storyline of uh, uh, practicing, like being in a family. It kind of gets locked kind of into that. But um, yeah, it's pretty out there, odd and weird show. Um, the only reason I check this out is my favorite basketball podcast, The Mismatch. Uh, Kevin O'Connor, he kind of swore by this show. He was really hyping it up. And uh, 
being that uh, they're my favorite basketball pod, I had to give it a chance. So I was glad I did. It looks like it's getting a season two. Uh, this first season was six episodes. I watched them all. To me, mainly that first episode was um, <clears throat> really good. Um, but yeah, it gets really kind of like meta and self-referential and he like inserts himself into the situation. He's helping them, but then he's getting involved. It's, it's pretty weird. I don't know if you've, uh, if you've even heard about the show, the rehearsal. I have not. Yeah. So yeah. Um, glad I checked it out, but yeah, we'll see where they go from here. It's crazy that, uh, He's, uh, the, the, it goes to show, I guess, what HBO is willing to throw at you for uh, budget. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I mm. guess, I guess that's it for me on TV. Yeah, I, I didn't, She-Hulk was about all I watched. Um, yeah, and this week is plus day week. A uh, whole bunch of stuff comes out on the uh, Thursday this week, including a new She-Hulk. Pinocchio, a new Cars series, a Kenobi documentary, Thor Love and Thunder, uh, Love and Thunder making of. I watched that again. That was kind of weak. I liked it. I wasn't as good as Ragnarok. Ragnarok was awesome. This one was like, eh. I had to watch it again just to, but I still yeah, really like. I watched. Ain't making, ain't making my list. So, wow, crazy! It was like it was all right. It wasn't it wasn't all that. So well, I don't know. We'll see. But um, I just got two movies. Um, the first one, this was a Netflix one. I think it came out a week or so ago. Well, yeah, August 26th is when it came out. And this is uh, Me Time, rated R. Uh, follows a dad who finds time for himself for the first time in years while his wife and his kids are away. He reconnects with a friend for a wild weekend. Written and directed by John Hamburg. And this stars Kevin Hart, Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Regina Hall, and a bunch of other people. Um... I thought it was funny. I mean, Marky Mark's just this dude that's uh, just single, running wild, getting in all kinds of adventures. Kevin Hart is his uh, buddy from the old school, and Kevin Hart is just like a stay-at-home dad. Uh, Regina Hall is his wife, and she's out there doing uh, work. She's got a career. So Kevin Hart is just staying at home, and he's just kind of like starting to – like. I don't know, getting the dad blues or whatever. I mean, he doesn't really go out and do anything. And uh, his buddy Huck, Marky Mark, is running wild, always calling him, come on, man, let's go do this, go do that. He goes, no, I got to stay home and and do this. But it seems like um, Kevin Hart, uh, Sonny, he doesn't want to hang out with Huck anymore because Huck is just getting into all these crazy adventures, and he just uh, outgrew all that. So, but... um, uh, Regina Hall finally goes, you know what? I'm going to take some time off of work. Uh, I'm going to get the kids. Uh, they have two kids, and I'm going to go uh, visit uh, 
my family or her parents. Why don't you just stay home or do whatever, take some me time for yourself and, and relax. So he tries to do that, but he gets uh, pulled into uh, Huck, his buddy Huck's uh, adventure, and he goes down, and then I just gets all wild and crazy from there. It was actually pretty funny. Um, would I have saw this in the theater? I probably. I mean, I like Kevin Hart. I like Marky Mark, So, but it's funny. It's kind of a raunchy comedy. It's rated R, so just some... Um, just uh, if you don't mind your kids watching, I don't don't think there was any nudity in it, but uh, a lot of f bombs and and this and that in it. But it was funny. There is one lady in it. She was their Lyft driver, and I cannot find her name in the cast. She was hilarious. <laughs> Every time she popped up on the screen, she was, she was um, a real tall woman. I think she was Asian. But uh, if you guys have seen this show, it was funny, man. I, I liked. It. I'll probably watch it again. Um, I like when Marky Mark does his comedies because he can be serious, he can be funny, and he pulled off this. I mean, I'll give it to you. If you guys watched that uh, documentary that he did, it wasn't last year or the year before, when he's just constantly busy. I mean, I don't even know he gets any me time. I don't, I, he just works, 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 works. As soon as he's done with one movie, boom, he's got another one going. And he's got his restaurants uh, that he's running with his brothers. So, I don't know, man. This this guy is just, I don't know, man. He He's out there doing it. And he has time to just crank out all these movies. So, um, if you, everyone's got Netflix. And if you don't, go over to a friend's house and uh, want to watch something funny. Just to kill an hour and 41 minutes. Check out Me Time. It was pretty funny. I enjoyed it. All right, cool. What did you have? I got... Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, starring uh, Regina Hall (laughs) and Sterling K. Brown. I got excited for this, uh, seeing the trailer before Nope in theaters. I thought the trailer looked really good. Uh, Described as a satirical comedy starring Regina Hall as Trinity Childs, the proud first lady of a Southern Baptist megachurch, who together with her husband, Pastor Lee Curtis Childs, Sterling K. Brown, once served a congregation in the tens of thousands. But after a scandal forces their church to temporarily close, Trinity and Lee Curtis must reopen their church and rebuild their congregation to make the biggest comeback that commodified religion has ever seen. Uh, it was an hour and 42 minutes, and I guess this was also um, first a little short film, like a little 10, 15-minute film. Uh, and sadly, uh, after being so excited after watching the trailer, I actually felt a little let down Um actually watching the film uh, after seeing the trailer in theaters, I was willing to go see it in theaters, but I saw it was streaming on Peacock uh, premiered the same day. I guess it was in theaters the other day. So I was like, perfect. As soon as I saw it on there, I, I clicked play. Um, to me, like it's, it, it plays as, uh, like they described, as the uh, satirical comedy, but uh, it, to me, it didn't end up leaning enough 
I think, into the comedy and even really the storyline enough. Um, for the most part, I guess the directors behind this, this is actually kind of a takedown of a religion, especially uh, like commodified religion, kind of like in the same way that uh, Righteous Gemstones is like a takedown of that kind of uh, big budget pay for religion. That's what this is too. But um, it's crazy because I just, I just loved what I saw in the trailer and then I didn't get much more than that, you know? So no good or (laughs) sadly, I would probably have to say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on that side of the no. Um, would, would you have been mad if you paid to see this? Probably I would have been a little disappointed, especially as excited as I was. And like I just said, I don't trust IMDb, but just to t- give you some of the titles of these so-called user reviews, the first one, a waste of time and money. Um, next one, one, it's only the second movie I've ever walked out of next one though, nine out of 10, a gut punch to the church that it isn't ready to receive six mislabeled, not a bad movie, just mislabeled. It's not a comedy seven honk honk. Uh, one, if a zero was optional, (laughs) Uh, see, it's like uh, there's actually lots of good reviews here. Seven out of ten mischaracterizes a comedy. Should have been uh, light tissue drama. I see church folks are dragging this movie. It's not that deep. This movie was good. Period. Anyone here on bashing it is just doing that. This is like if Greenleaf was a documentary versus a show. You'll get glimpses into the hypocrisy of the mega church. And it's a disgraced first family. Don't sell this one shirt. Worthless. Not a comedy. Quite possibly the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Don't listen to the church folks bashing this movie. That's what it, that, okay, that's what I'll say one thing too. Like I didn't love the film overall, but I actually did love the performances by Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown. I thought they were great in their performance. I just didn't love the movie as a whole, you know? Yeah. I remember seeing the trailer too, and I was, I was going to check it out, but if you didn't like it, you know, I know I'm not going to like it. So, <laughs> And that's the I thing. I'll... I loved the trailer. I thought the trailer was great. I was hyped. And I was like, ooh, Dark Horse for end of year top 10. But it's not going to happen. <laughs> not this year. And that's streaming on Peacock? It is. Yep, the same day it was in theaters. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Um, also, I don't know if you saw in there, they also threw up uh, Jurassic Park, the newest one, Dominion. But it's the extended version. Which we didn't. The three hour, three hour one wasn't enough. Or we saw. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I'll watch it again. I liked it. Yeah, me too. I'll check out whatever this extended is. Try to see if I can figure out what was uh, 
what we didn't see in the theaters. Not <laughs> one minute extra. Maybe like at least 30 minutes more. Make right. it four hours. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out. All right. Oh, this is one. Um, it came out earlier uh, last month, August 12th. And this is Fall. I saw this trailer and I was like, this is a movie? I was like, okay. It just didn't, it looks stupid, really. And uh, and the girls in it were just stupid, but all right. <laughs> but uh, for best friends, Becky and Hunter, life is all about conquering fears and pushing limits. However, after they climb 2,000 feet to the top of a remote abandoned radio tower, they find themselves stranded with no way down. Now, expert climbing skills are put to the ultimate test as they desperately fight to survive the elements. A lack of... Uh, <laughs> desperately fight to survive elements. A lack of supplies and vertigo-inducing heights. This is directed by Scott Mann, and let me go on. Well, IMDb with the one sentence. Best friends Becky and Hunter find themselves at the top of a 2,000-foot radio tower. Okay, that doesn't say anything. So whoever wrote that on IMDb, come on. But again, directed by Scott Mann, uh, also written by him and Jonathan Frank. And this stars Grace Caroline Curry as Becky Connor and Virginia Gardner as... Shiloh Hunter also stars Mason Gooding uh, as Dan Connor, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Dean Connor. He's only in it for like a second and a couple other dudes. All right. This film fall. Uh, this just marked this thriller. And uh, yeah, like I said, the trailer looks stupid and I wasn't really the CGI and the trailer didn't look good. But man, this movie was good. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I wish I would have saw it in the theater. Uh, I watched it uh, by other means. And um, but man, I I really enjoyed this film. Will it make my list? I got to do some reevaluating. Reevaluating. But plus, there's more films coming. Um, I I'm scared of heights. First of all, and Watching this film, I was like grabbing my seat at times because of um, they actually. I mean, the CGI didn't look too good in the in the trailer, but they actually did a pretty good job in this. I mean, if it's playing in uh, uh, in your theaters in your area, and you just want to see it, went it went by pretty fast. It was only an hour and forty seven minutes. It was actually pretty good. I, I liked what was going on. Um, it kind of reminded me of that one movie, Frozen, not that animated one, about those people that were stuck on the um, ski lift uh, chair uh, in, a, in a snowstorm. But I, I okay, um, if you can answer this, is there towers this tall, 2,000 feet? I've seen radio towers, but nothing like this. It was yeah, like... I actually have seen in some documentaries. I've I've seen some like that. Yeah, it was like super duper tall, but it was I guess it was something for TV or radio. I don't know what it was for because they were like way out in the desert somewhere, and um, right. 
when they were climbing up this thing, it was just like ladders all the way up there. But you can see that there's cables that were holding it up so it wouldn't uh, fall over, basically. And I can't they didn't really say on how old it was. If they did, I didn't catch it. But man, these gals, they they go out there. One of the friends, uh, Shiloh, she's. She's the one that's, yeah, let's go rock climbing. Let's go do this. Because there's in the beginning, there is um, Becky and her husband and Shiloh go uh, rock climbing. And then there's a mishap. Um, Becky's husband, Dan, he falls uh, and he dies. So Becky is dealing with uh, just the, the emotional of losing her husband. Uh, her dad, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, um, he's trying to just. I know you're sad, but come on, we really need to get out because she's just like drowning herself in alcohol and pills uh, and all that. But her friend's like, nah, come on, man, let's go do this. Let me, I just want to get you out of your house. Let's, let's go do something fun. I found this tower and we're going to be the first ones, or not the first ones, but we're going to go up there and, and climb up and face our fears. So they're like, eh, huh? she's back here. like, eh, okay. So they go way out there. All right, I'm not a climber or anything, um, but I'm not wearing a tank top or a little Daisy Duke shorts, and I'm not going to climb this big thing if I was able to climb something this high with no gloves. Uh, <laughs> they go up there with just a because uh, Shiloh, she's like one of those uh, TikTok, Instagram famous person, not famous, but she's trying to get famous. She got like a billion followers and. She tries to make herself extreme and climb these crazy things and then get the, the perfect selfie of her being on top of whatever. So that was probably her main reason on going up there. And Becky was just going along just to get out of the house, I guess. So they climb all the way to this top. It goes up. Um, it's kind of like a, a rare triangle for I don't know how many feet. I know they said it was taller than the... Um, the Eiffel Tower. And I think that was like at the halfway point of this thing. And then I think there was another, I don't know how many more uh, feet to the to the top. But it's like um, a triangle frame. And then they get to the very top of that. And then it just turns into a pole. And then the way up at the top of that round part pole is a little platform with another uh, little extended pole with a light on top. So... Uh, first they're in the middle climbing up the little centerpiece. And then when they get to that top of that, then they're on the outside climbing up this ladder. You know where it's going to go. I mean, you know, they get stuck up there. If you see the poster of the film, uh, for this film, it's a spoiler right there. I see. I didn't, I watched a little bit of the trailer and I just thought it looked stupid and I didn't really notice the poster. But anyway, so if you're looking at the poster, they climb up to the very top of that and the ladder breaks because it's so old and rusty it breaks and falls. So that's how they get stuck up there. They got a backpack uh, with them. Um, but uh, they end up um, uh, dropping it. Um, and that had their water and uh, all kinds of other supplies. They had a drone in there that they needed. So when they were um, up there, the, the backpack fell and it landed on these two little uh, radio antenna things um, like kind of not really halfway down, but um, just down some where they can reach. I think it was like 50 feet or something down from uh, from the top. 
So they're trying to get that, and they're just trying to figure out how the hell they're going to get down from this tower. And all there's these two vultures flying around, circling them. So they're stuck up there, and it's just a fight for survival. They have no water. They have no food, nothing. But I was I was, I was thinking, how is this movie going to work? It did, it, it did work. I really enjoyed uh, this film. Um it was playing in the theaters in my area, but it was like gone really quick. So if this is still playing in the theaters near wherever you guys are, I advise you and you want to see, and I'm selling it to you, go see this on the big screen. Cause I was a buddy of mine. He was the one that texted me and said, dude, you gotta go see this movie. It's awesome. So, um, but he likes everything. So I can't believe him. Uh, shout out to Ben. Um, but, so I, but I was all in on what was going on. I liked uh, what they did. I thought the CGI looked pretty, pretty good. Some parts looked a little iffy, but um, obviously they had built some of this for when the girls are sitting on the on the on the platform and they probably green screened it or whatever they did. But um, I thought it was pretty good uh, for what it was. I mean, th- these two gals, uh, Gracie. Uh, Caroline Curry and Virginia Gardner. I thought they did a really good job uh, with their acting. Um, again, I'm going to have to evaluate uh, my list to see if this would uh, knock anything off. But um, I I liked it. I thought it was really good. I mean, I, I know some people are like, oh, this movie's stupid. It's unbelievable. Everything is unbelievable. But um, I called him stupid because, yeah, I, I wouldn't go up there. I mean, I know there's uh, some daredevils that, that like to climb these type of things and I've seen many guys on YouTube that climb buildings and all that and seen guys fall off buildings for, for doing this type of stuff. But man, it, but for what it was, man, the, the premise of the whole film of just these girls climbing up and getting stuck up there, man, uh, luckily it was during the summer because it was cold. They would probably froze. Uh, being way up there, and the other thing, I don't know how high uh, how the how high uh, the wind is way up there, two thousand feet up. But I, they were just standing there like it was nothing. And obviously, these two girls were not scared of heights because they were like just standing there on the edge. I if I first of all, I wouldn't have went up there. But even if I was, I would have been holding on to that <laughs> to, to that pole. And dude, I mean, I, I shit you guys not, I'm scared of heights. I've been to the top of the Empire State Building. I've been to the top of the Sears Tower in Chicago. Sears Tower was different because we were inside. But the the Empire State Building, oh my gosh. I was even I even got dizzy up on the Space Needle in Seattle. But oh man, I get I get dizzy when I climb up to the roof of my house if I have to fix the the swamp cooler up there. But man, this uh for what it was, again, I really enjoyed this film. I liked it. Um, so, I mean, I won't I won't tell you guys how it ends, but definitely check this film out. It was it was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> so but uh, yeah, that is uh, it for uh, fall um, again. It, it is streaming. I mean, it is um, in the theaters and uh, definitely check it out. Um, if I'm if you haven't seen the trailer. And I'm selling this to you, and it makes you want to go see it. Don't watch the trailer because I'm watching the trailer now. Yeah, there's a lot of spoilers <laughs> in this thing, as well as the poster, too. But it's it was pretty good, everybody. I mean, maybe some of you that saw it didn't care for it, but 
I really enjoyed this film. And I, I, again, I didn't really want to see it because it looked stupid. But um, I, I was proven wrong. I really enjoyed this film. A lot of you know me on what I like and what I don't like. But I thought this was good. If it starts to stream somewhere, dude, I mean, I, I say check it out. Uh, if Jade comes home and it's streaming somewhere, dude, watch it with her. <laughs> so, but it, it was a cool movie, uh, everybody. Definitely uh, uh, check it out. And um, again, if I'm selling it to you, avoid the trailer. There's a little too much in it. But yeah, overall, but yeah, Fall, awesome film. And that is all the uh, movies that I got. So, um, I. Did a check on this extended version of Jurassic World Dominion. It turns out the extended version is 14 minutes longer. That's all. So the regular one was two hours, 26 minutes. This extended one is two hours, 40 minutes. Hmm. All right. I thought it was over three hours. (laughs) It seemed like we were in there forever. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I still want to watch it again. I, I liked it. Nah, not the, the one before. I don't even remember what happened in that one. But um, <laughs> week in sports. Do you have anything? Uh, we're almost to football season. Basketball season still a little bit away, too. There was a big trade. The... Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers got uh, Donovan Mitchell. The Knicks waited too long and didn't get their guy. So now the Cavs have become a, a player in the East. So that'll be interesting. Um, a little more on the fence. I only have like a week to decide about uh, NBA 2K edition. But um, – yeah, I'm a little torn because if I want to watch the Warriors and Kings game, I'm going to need that VPN. It looks like a pretty standard one if you want to buy it is around twelve ninety nine a month, which that's like, oh, uh, I don't really want to add that to everything else I'm uh, paying monthly, so... Uh, I was talking with Joel about it, and he said something about, like, there's a way to, like get it right on your router or something and then you don't pay for it that way. So that might need to be something I uh, look into, but yeah, I'm a little torn. I'd love to have league pass to be able to jump around all the games, but part of me is wondering if I should just uh, lean on Joel here for another season and uh, have him log into uh, ESPN and, uh, TNT for me for the uh, just the major games, you know, they they do have a good amount of the week. You get games to uh, usually Tuesdays and Thursdays for. Uh, for TNT and then. Uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays, I think, for uh, ESPN, ABC, so. Not every day you're going to get a a game that way, but uh, a good amount of days. But uh, yeah, like I said, I'd love League Pass, but uh, without a VPN, it's kind of going to defeat the purpose of not able to watch uh, the Warriors. 
I won't be able to watch the Kings either, but uh, I mean, I'm fine with that. But I thought you were getting uh, that yeah. video game or whatever. Yeah, like I said, I only have a week uh, left to decide if I'm going to actually go for it. And as I was about to go for it, I uh, looked up to see the VPNs were about twelve ninety nine a month, which I wasn't crazy about paying. Uh, like I just mentioned too, Joel said there's some way to get it on your router. And so he said I should look doing that up and that would be free if I could figure that out. But I'm a little unsure about that. I don't know if I'd really be able to do that. Um, I guess it's worth looking too, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I think since we've been talking about the VPN, everything's listening, everybody, especially your phones, because <laughs> I started getting ads <laughs> for those things. Oh you know, yeah, I don't I don't even understand them, but <laughs> but all right. Well, that's funny. I don't even know what's going on in baseball. I'm just. I know hockey is getting. We're both start. out of it. Uh, now we're out of, we're out of Star, it. Today was uh, today was that uh, Star Wars night. I would have loved to go to for the uh, Giants, though. Uh, they had pop giveaways. If you were in general attendance, you got the orange chrome three uh, PO. Uh, but if you bought like a four ticket VIP package, you got both the orange and a black Chrome 3PO. So uh, I'm sure they'll hit UA, but uh, I'm sure they'll hover anywhere between 50 and 100. Obviously, the black one is going to uh, cost more because less people are getting that one. The orange one, though, should be gettable for, I'm guessing, around 50. I'm trying to look up, see if um, 3PO, I don't know, here he is, 65. Yeah, see, I figured, figured it was going to be around that. Here's uh, send over, you might have already seen it, but yeah, there's uh, a picture of what it looked like if you attended the uh, the game it looked like it looks like they were giving away and or posters too you can kind of see there but yeah you can see they've got a ton because yeah everybody got the orange chrome one but the black one is only if you bought the vip package and how much was that oh it was like four tickets so it was like the orange one you only needed one ticket but it was like the vip thing was you bought four tickets The black one looks cool. Yeah. The, the orange side. one is shiny. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, I threw it in the water. <laughs> That's 65 bucks you just threw in the water. I just said boo and threw it in the water. <laughs> or ran it over. <laughs> I just lost 65 bucks. Now, yeah, I don't even know how much those tickets are to get in there. Who are they playing? 
Remember, let's see. Uh, it was the Phillies, and we won on Star Wars night. Uh, when was that? It was a walk-off. Too. How awesome! That's fun. Well, when was it? Walk-off today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was gonna say my brother was. My brother was at the game. I don't know if it was this it was one. Five though. To three. It was five to three, and yeah, Flores walked it off with a two home run blast. That's cool. That's crazy. <laughs> you get your three PO pop, and you go home uh, happy. <laughs> uh oh, he went to the game. I think it was um Saturday. Yeah, so they're doing the game away Sunday. Huh? They gave him away today, oh, Sunday. Yeah. Just today. Oh, okay. Well, he was Just there a day today. Um, the A's are doing a giveaway on uh, a Black Panther pop, but it's a mold that was already released for uh, Civil War. So the best thing about it is the packaging and the A's sticker on it. I just sent that over to you um i'm not sure why they couldn't come up with something else or at least maybe made him like green and yellow that would have been cool like they did with 3po made him giants colors they could have made black panther a's colors because hmm. here, here he's just a repackage it's really no different from the the Civil War release. Well, I want that because it got the A's on it. Yeah, like I said, it's all about the packaging on this one. Looks like they gave away um, all the bobblehead Black Panther A's. I don't know why that was. Must have been a while ago. So when yeah, is this? Um, when, when is this game? The tenth. So next week. Uh, Saturday, which is funny because I'll actually be up in Reno at the balloon races. <clears throat> when? September 10th? That's next weekend. Yeah. Uh, will I be around? Oh well, yeah, I'm. I'll be around because I was gonna go to um, Denver to uh, a convention over there, but uh, that ain't happening. So, but well, if you um, go to Oakland, uh, you can get the Panther Pop. <laughs> and that's on Saturday. Yeah. Hmm. Who are they playing? Well, I don't really care. I just want to go to the game. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see what they're playing. Um, well, we beat the Orioles today, five zero, but that doesn't say much. Everybody, we've just been getting <laughs> roughed up <laughs> constantly. So, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Um, my fingers are crossed that I get to go to uh, Texas next week. Uh, either thirteenth or fourteenth, they're playing out there. So, 
Uh, I don't know. We shall see. I'm trying to see exactly who they're playing on the 10th. And that is the White Sox. So, hmm. A's White Sox. Black Panther giveaway. You need to bring one of those pop stacks with you so it doesn't get crushed. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, speaking of those, there's um, I saw an ad for it on Instagram. Um, there's ones that you can uh, get for your little uh, little rock and roll pops. It's got like a stage and all that, like written a kind of design on the box. It's a clear box, but the the one I clicked on it and looked at what else they had. They have bloody boxes for uh, the horror pops, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Might have to get a couple of those for um, uh, well, all my horror pops, my Michael Myers, my Leatherfaces, and probably look really cool on my Jack Torrance, my shining one. But hmm, mainly my Jason ones. I, I would get them for those, but I don't know. Right. But Saturday the tenth, the thing that sucks now. I mean, Mark, since Marky doesn't live down there anymore. Um, can't stay at my brother's house because his well apartment is hella small and for all of us small for him. But I don't know. Maybe uh, fly down there, go to the game, and fly home. I don't know. We'll see. Right. Uh, I would. I would like that pop just because it's got the A's on it. Um, You're right. Right. I'll keep that one. I'll throw the Giants one in the water in the bay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um. The only sports I got is WWE's Clash at the Castle. It took place yesterday, um, Saturday, uh, September 3rd. In, it was in the United Kingdom, and it was, I think, in Wales somewhere. <laughs> Let me see. WWE returns to the United Kingdom for their first stadium show in the country in more than 30 years. Does not really say where it was. Hmm. Well, uh, it was a pretty good pay-per-view. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Vince McMahon is retired uh, from uh, the business, so Triple H and Stephanie took over. And a lot of fans of WWE Universe are happy because they just hated the way uh, Vince was running the company. And if you've been listening to the Horror Returns, you know Brian and I hated uh, the way he was running it. Um, so, but uh, it was actually pretty good. Uh, the first, uh, this was a kickoff show, which I did not see, so I won't even talk about that one. But the first match on the card was Bianca Belair, Asuka, uh, and Alexa Bliss, boo. Uh, taking on damage control. Uh, San Jose's very own Bailey, she returns. Uh, EO Shirai, I don't know why they changed her name to EO Sky, but all right, whatever. And Dakota Kai. Um, this match, man, they went hard. They went hella hard. Um, I love Bianca Belair. I love Asuka. Alexa Bliss, I don't, nah, I don't like her. I liked her when she was all crazy with the, with the black eyeliner and everything, but now she's back to normal. And yeah, I could. Take her or leave. I could leave her. But um, Bailey, I'm all about her. I've said this before. I did not really care for her uh, when they made her heel because she was uh, she was a uh, face, and now she's doing this heel run, and I think she's running it. 
now <laughs> with her heel character. So uh, I love Bailey. It was good to see her back. She was gone for a long time. Uh, had some surgery and uh, from an injury, and she is back in full force. But uh, Dakota Kai, I loved her. Loved her in NXT as well as Io Shirai. And, uh, man, they brought the house down. They went pretty hard, man. Um, who was it? Uh, Bailey ended up, uh, or Damage Control, uh, ended up uh, defeating uh, uh, Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss via pinfall. But, yeah, this was a good match. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the next one, mm, it was cool. I mean, I love the U.K. crowd. I mean, because they get super-duper loud over there. Probably only because they don't get it. Uh, the WWE that much. They do do some Raw and SmackDown and stuff over there every now and then, but to have a pay-per-view, I think it's been a while. Like I said, it's been over 30 years, So, but uh, it was awesome because the crowd, uh, the UK WWE Universe, they were there in full force, and the stadium they were in was packed. It looked like every seat was filled. It looked like it, but... Um, but the next match, the Intercontinental Championship match, uh, Gunther taking on Sheamus. Um, this one was pretty good, man. I thought these two, man, Sheamus, I, I like him. Gunther, I, I can take him or leave him. But, man, man, they went hard. Uh, if you guys know Sheamus, man, when he gets those chops and everything, he's like extra. His skin is extra, extra white. Uh, and he was just red by, by the end of the match. Um, Gunther ended up uh, defeating Sheamus via pinfall. Uh, but yeah, CBS Sports gave this match an A, an A plus. I, I can agree with that. Maybe not an A plus, but I'll give it an A. I thought it was a really good match. Um, the next match, I was really excited for this one. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match. Uh, the champ now is Liv Morgan, and she took on uh, the Queen of Spades, uh, Shayna Baszler. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a Liv Morgan fan. I mean, she, yes, she was a part of the Riot Squad, and I loved all that. Sarah Logan, she's got my heart. Uh, Ruby Soho, uh, aka Ruby Riot, she she does too. But I was never really a fan of Liv Morgan, and as her being the champ, I was like, huh, really took beating uh, Ronda Rousey. No, anyway, but she, yeah, Liv Morgan, she's still the champ. Uh, Shayna was beating the hell out of her, but uh, Liv Morgan ended up pulling it out via pinfall, and uh, she pinned uh, Shayna Baszler. But it was a good match. Uh, CBS Sports gave it a B plus. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm on with that. Uh, the next one I was really hyped for, uh, Edge, the Rated R Superstar, Rey Mysterio taking on Judgment Day. And Judgment Day is Finn Balor and Damian Priest with the beautiful um, Rhea Ripley hanging out on the side. God damn, I love her. Uh, she was hanging out on the side, uh, as well as Dominic Mysterio. He was there uh, hanging out on the side. Um, it's awesome when you hear uh, Rey Mysterio's music uh, kick and he goes running down uh, down the ramp. And I really love when Ray goes out, when he sees uh, other fans uh, with the luchador masks on, he'll stop and uh, give them a little prayer. He puts his head to their to their head when they're wearing a mask. So I really love when he does that. Um, and then Edge came out, and he's kind of been doing this, uh, this brood entrance, but he went back to the um, altar bridge. Uh, you think you know me, and ah! I lost it when that music came back on, so I was hyped. Uh, I love Edge. Uh, he still looks good, man. He, he's out there doing it. He was gone for a long time. I think it was like 11 years or something like that for for an injury. But he's back in full force. Uh, Finn Balor, I love him. He's awesome. Damian Priest is awesome. But uh, this match went pretty good, man. 
Uh, they were both all, all of them, all four of them, beating the hell out of each other. <laughs> Everybody doing each other's moves, uh, which was awesome. Even the Edge, he got in on the action and did a uh, six one nine, which is a uh, Rey Mysterio's move uh, to Damian Priest. I thought that was cool. But um, uh, Edge and uh, Rey Mysterio ended up beating the Judgment Day via pinfall. But then there was the twist at the end. I, I knew it was coming. It was only a matter of time. I mean, Rey Mysterio and his son have been uh, tag teaming and everything. And I know a lot of people are like, ah, they're just mad that uh, Dominic is is where he is now in his career only because of his debt. Of course. But, I mean, I think Dominic has proven himself. He's still he's still working. He still seems a little rusty, but he's out there doing it. Uh, good for you, kid. But before the match was over, uh, when they were standing there, uh, hugging his dad and cheering uh, Edge. <sighs> he gave uh, Edge uh, a kick to the balls. He goes down, and then he does his dad, and then he like just jumps out of the ring. And then his Ray's laying there like, oh, what are you doing? Ah, Edge is laying there holding his dick, oh, rolling around the mat and everything. Uh, again, we knew it was coming. It was only a matter of time. Everybody that teams up at some point or another break up and start fighting each other, one another. So we knew it was coming, and it finally came. And it was cool that it happened in in, uh, in the UK because everybody was like, ah, flipping out. Like I said, like this crowd was hyped. Uh, shout out to the guy that had uh, the sign. It said uh, WrestleMania in the UK, <laughs> uh, have it in the UK, which I'm all for. I would love to go to UK to go to WrestleMania. But um, hmm, who knows? Now that uh, Triple H is over, taking control and he sees how hyped these guys are, if they had that, of course, Americans would probably go. over. I'm sure there was Americans here uh, at the castle during all this. But, yeah, uh, Dominic turned on his dad and Ed, so hopefully uh, they go and beat his ass. At some point, we'll see. But the next match, uh, Seth Rollins or Seth effing Rollins or the Midnight Monday Night Messiah or Monday Night Rollins, whatever the hell you want to call him, the architect. Uh, he took on uh, Matt Riddle, uh, the bro. I love Matt Riddle. I've always liked him. I thought he was kind of dumb in the beginning, but he kind of he kind of grew on me. Uh, I liked him. I want one of those uh, 420 bro uh, shirts that uh, <laughs> there's two people in the front were wearing. I, I thought they made it. I had to go and look, and uh, I saw. I'm I really watch Raw and SmackDown, everybody. So if he had one on there, uh, okay. But I want to get one of those shirts. Purple is not my color, but I like that shirt. Um, but yeah, Matt Riddle and uh, Seth Rollins went at it. These guys have been battling left and right uh, on Raw, and then they finally brought it to uh, to the UK. And man, they went hard. Both of these guys go hard, even on just the regular shows. So especially Seth Rollins, and um, it, but it was a good match, man. Uh, they, I really liked it. They were beating the hell out of each other, and I'll give it to Matt Riddle, man. He's out there doing his thing, and just no shoes, no socks, just barefoot, flipping and flying in and out of that ring and everything. So, but yeah, this match was hella good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Seth Rollins ended up uh, pinning uh, Matt Riddle for the win. So, but yeah, I was much more pushing for a Riddle win. Uh, the next one, this was the the final match, the main event, undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, with the two belts uh, taking on Drew McIntyre. Uh, the crowd was there for Drew McIntyre, and every everybody just hate Roman Roman Reigns. 
the bloodline and uh, acknowledge me and all that shit that he does. I still love Roman Reigns, but Drew McIntyre, since he's been back, uh, I love what they've been doing with him. Man, these two beat the hell out of each other this match. Uh, it was probably one of the longer matches in it. It went back and forth, back and forth, pinning each other. Um, but yeah, um, Roman Reigns ended up uh, pinning uh, Drew McIntyre, and everybody just went, ah! You just, I mean, we knew it, it would have been cool if Drew won over there uh, for the for the UK uh, WWE Universe. It would have been awesome. I would have been cool, right on cool. But um, yeah, Roman Reigns ended up winning. Everyone booed, and everybody was mad, and everything. But at the end. Um, uh, Drew stood there and grabbed the mic. I don't know what he was trying to do, getting everyone to sing uh, and everything, and it, it just didn't work. Uh, sorry, Drew. Man, you should have just accepted your applause and cheers and hugged the fans and then then left. But um, overall, the Clash of the Castle, I thought it was a really good pay-per-view. Um, go over to uh, the Horror Returns Network. Uh, Brian and I can really dive into it uh, on the wrestling, on the next Wrestling Returns. So, But, yeah, that's it for sports that I got. So, um, yeah, we're coming uh, close to the end. Star yep. Wars moment, it's still just Andor. Right. <laughs> and uh, that getting ready for that new uh, Obi-Wan documentary, which I can't wait for. I- I'm really juiced for that. But Bad um, Batch is coming back in September also. Excited for that. Yeah, so, but. We'll see. Uh, we again the twenty first of September this month. We're getting three episodes, and uh, man, I'm gonna watch all three back to back at midnight. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Uh, I I can't wait uh, for what's uh, happening. That little uh, my buddy went and seen uh, Rogue One, and he saw the little extra little clip they showed. He said it was nothing, but he did get a cool poster. Oh, speaking of cool posters. Uh, my son and I, we went to go see uh, Jaws, the original Jaws, uh, in IMAX. They made it, that did whatever they had to do to, to put it on the IMAX screen. Um, we didn't see it in 3D because there was only one 3D showing, and that was like at 10 at night. I was like, man, but it was cool to see it on the big giant IMAX screen. Didn't fill up the whole screen, but it was still cool to see. I had seen Jaws a billion times. Um, I didn't know my son never saw Eric and my youngest son. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that he'd never seen the whole movie because I said, have you seen this before? He goes, I only seen like bits and pieces. I said, what did you see? He goes, when they were on the boat. I said, did you see how it ended? He said, no. Said, did you see the beginning? No. So basically this was his first time sitting there watching, uh, the whole film. Um, but, uh, I think he enjoyed it. He said he did. I asked him, did you like it? And he was like, yeah, it was cool. So, um, let me see if I can get him in here. I gotta text him. He's I think he's in there watching. T- Bro, they're watching. Um, is it El Camino? Is that that Breaking Bad movie? Yes. They're they're watching that. They Renee just went through the whole uh, Breaking Bad series. They're going with that, and then as soon as they're done with that, they're gonna probably start uh, Better Call Saul. But um, it was cool to see Jaws uh, on the big screen, and they gave us some. Um, Little uh, small, little small, little posters that they hand out. Jaws, the 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 big summer blockbusters back in IMAX form. So I thought that was cool. Well, I guess he ain't coming in here. But anyway, um, yeah, Andor is seeing. I'm I'm on StarWarsNews.net, and that's all that I am seeing. Um, 
just interviews with cast. Um, and yeah, like I said, Bad Batch coming back season two into the month. Yeah. So, but all right. Um, collecting. What do you got? Uh, this week I got a pretty cool addition to the collection in, uh, two of the big giant, uh, 12 inch golds. Uh, Funko was having a moving sale for their warehouse. Uh, I guess they're shutting down the one. They're going to keep the HQ store in Everett, but I guess as far as their shipping and stuff, it's all moving to Arizona or something. So uh they had a 50% off sale so i got these for a great deal uh, 1250 each they're very heavy each 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 one of them they're really uh got a quite quite a bit of weight to both of them but yeah andre 3000 and big boy as they appeared their outfits in the uh miss jackson video uh especially like uh andre 3000 he's just got a scarf on a hat um big boy's got a dallas cowboys jersey on but of course it doesn't say that it says uh big boy on the back so but uh yeah those are cool and then yeah the holidays continued last time i talked about uh getting the star Wars holiday figures since then, uh, guardians of the galaxy, uh, the holiday special, a couple of those pops hit. So I got star Lord and Groot just waiting to see, uh, Drax and Mantis from that series. And I'm still waiting on three PO and R2 from the star Wars snowman series. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, what I had come in this week. All right. I was out and about yesterday after the movie went into a few places, saw some things, but um, really considering going back and getting that uh, Ron Swanson. And he's got the cornrows. And uh, when he went all crazy, when he was hanging out with uh, Tammy too, when he remarried her uh, again, I love that episode on <laughs> uh, Parks and Rec. Um, but we went into uh, Hot Topic looking for that Leatherface. They're exclusive, but um, I didn't see it in there. But I think I can order it on on the line. Let me see. Because um, I remember looking. I didn't. Uh, I think I asked. Uh, shout out to Rachel. I asked her if they had it, and she said, no, they didn't. They didn't have any more. So I think... They still sell it on their website. And uh-oh. So sorry, we cannot find what you're looking for. Damn it. Um let me see. The real quick the big boy and Andre three thousand. Just look at them out of my desk. I sent you a picture of this yesterday. It's actually crazy how towering they are, especially next to other pops. They're like three times as big as the uh, original Fet Pop. <laughs> yeah, they still have it. Five ninety nine. dollars <laughs> 99 Labor Day 50% off. Yeah. yeah, this is the one I wanted because I don't have this one. This is the, the one when he's holding the mallet. 
So, hmm. All right. I'm going to have to order it. But, uh, yeah, while I was in there, I was looking around for that. They didn't have any in there. But I saw the diabolical Biz Marquis. Uh, I didn't even know he had a pop. So Nobody beats. Nobody, the Biz. Nobody beats the Biz. And uh, the Vapors and... That dumb song, I hate it, but I, it's a classic. Uh, you got what I need or whatever. And the other one, um, the biz mark is going off. I love that song, but it's cool, man. Shout out to the biz. Uh, rest in peace. Um, I met him at Comic-Con uh, one year. Uh, I was probably the only oldest guy standing in line and in this line of little kids because uh, the little kids knew him from Yo Gabba Gabba. But... Uh, <laughs> I knew him from the old school. I love his mold. The guy's hat on and his gold. I wish he was holding the microphone. That would have been awesome. Or uh, some records because he is a DJ. But I was glad that I got to meet him. And, uh, again, I didn't even know this pop was out. So did you? do you have this one? I don't. Did you see Sir Mix-a-Lot? Yeah, I saw that in there. But uh, I don't know. I do did like Posse on Broadway. Salt? No, if this, if these were up high. I had to ask someone to get it down. So I, that, I, I saw it up on, there. Uh, cheeks. Oh. <laughs> I never. I know it's a hit, and a lot of people. I never liked that song. <laughs> uh, whatever. I like big bumps, and I cannot lie. I'm surprised <laughs> they did that for the pop. Honestly. Well, that's what's. Probably that's his biggest hit, and that's what a lot of people know him for. Sure. I mean, because you, you bring up Posse on Broadway, and they go, what? I never heard that song. I'm like, <laughs> you're not a Sir Mix-a-Lot fan. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm glad I got this one. Uh, I want to get another one because I want to open it and uh, have him sitting here uh, blessing the desk uh, with me. So, oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, I, I, I can't really talk about that. Supposed to be a birthday present for me, but <laughs> I gotta let the kids rap. I gotta let the kids rap it for me. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell you guys what it is. Uh, and my birthday's in a week or so. No, two weeks. I think I don't know. Seventeenth. Uh, if you want to send me, uh, send me cash uh, to E Society <laughs> or uh, Cash App, <laughs> whatever those things are. That's what I've noticed every time. Uh, uh, Hey, what's your cash app? Send and I'll send you money or something like that. Or I don't know. I know a lot of artists do that. And uh, one of my burrito trucks I go to in the Bay Area, uh, I didn't have cash, and I wasn't sure if they took cards. But I saw the little sign. We take cash app. I was like, oh hell yeah! The little zap the little barcode, and I was able to get my burrito. But yeah. Uh, this is the only thing I got this week. I didn't. Again, I saw some things, but uh, this is one that I saw that I just absolutely had to have. So, Bismarck, uh, rest in peace. We love you and we miss you. Left us with a lot of great music and uh, a little bit of acting that he had done, especially um, on the first Men in Black. Uh, he was a dude in the post office that was beatboxing, talking to uh, Will Smith. But all right, everyone. Random recommendations. You got any on deck? I do. Uh, over on Netflix, gonna go with uh, 
Chadwick Boseman in 21 Bridges. I saw this in theaters back in 2019. And uh, now that's on Netflix, uh, perfect time to watch it again. 21 Bridges. All right. This is a, this is an old film. came out in 2016. I didn't really care for it the first time I saw it. But after I went to uh, Texas Frightmare and hung out with some of the guys. And uh, shout out to Poncho Moeller. I had a really good conversation with him. With him, didn't want to pull out my phone out and interview him, but it was just—he uh, was a professional skateboarder, so I was able to talk a little bit about the movie, but mainly talked about skateboarding. But uh, I also went to the panel there, and this is for Rob Zombie's 2016 film 31. It is streaming on Freebie, uh, or uh, it just dropped on Shutter, so you guys can check it out there. Uh, five carnival workers are kidnapped and held hostage in an abandoned hellish compound where they were forced to participate in, in a violent game. The goal of which is to survive 12 hours against a gang of sadistic clowns. Uh, stars Malcolm McDowell, uh, the awesome Richard Brake, Jeffrey Daniel Phillips, Sherry Moon Zombie, Meg Foster, uh, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, Poncho Moeller, uh, the beautiful Elizabeth Daly, and a bunch of other people in it. Um, again, the first time I saw this, I did. I was like, what? I mean, Rob Zombie just trying to go overboard with the violence and the craziness and everything. But after uh, going to the panel and listening to the stories on what they had to do to go through to, to film all this and uh, talking to Poncho about it, I thought it was I thought it was a good movie. I ended up. Uh, again, I didn't really care for it the first time I saw it, but I watched it again, and uh, I really enjoy this film. So definitely check it out. Also, uh, another a bonus one, Lords of Salem, uh, another Rob Zombie film. I think it was the film right before this one. This is also on Shutter, so check out uh, both of those. Uh, Lords of Salem, that one's really, really a slow burn. Um, really, there's crazy imagery, imagery in it, but you really got to pay attention and just like listen to the story. Don't expect craziness and craziness like in 31 but um lords of salem is pretty good but yeah check out the 31 streaming on shutter all right my track this week uh another recommendation that i got from my job and one thing i just wanted to mention today um I'm actually kind of glad uh, Michaels has the playlist that it does. I've been in Target the past few days, and I noticed they have a more um, like a more classic playlist. Like I felt like I knew all the songs, which I would probably enjoy that a lot too. But I actually do kind of appreciate that I hear all these new tracks at Michaels that. I don't necessarily like them all, but uh, every once in a while I will find a track like this pretty random. Uh, Griff and Sigrid, Head on Fire is the name of the single. And uh, when I looked this up on uh, iTunes, it turns out it's like uh, Brit Pop. It's on the Brit list. So Griff and uh, who? Uh, Griff and Sigrid. S-I-G-R-I-D. What song Head is it? on Fire is the name of the single. Uh, came out this year. And yeah, I find it uh, completely catchy. I All these songs, I hear them, uh, you know, 
if, if I'm working, I'm, 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 you know, I'm here in the, the run through on the playlist. So I, like I said, though, I've actually come to appreciate that. Uh, well, I, like I said, well, I obviously, I don't like, I don't like, uh, you know, everything they play. I'm, uh, it's cool when they bring me a track like this, which how would I ever, uh, find a track like this? So, uh, pretty cool to find something like this that I, that I like. <laughs> yeah, I'm listening to it right now. It sounds all right. It's catchy. I mean, they, they could sing yeah. and catchy. a little up, up tempo beat. Yeah. I'll have to it listen to a little more. Uh, it sounds, sounds good. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go back to, uh, 1991, um, for seal. I think this is his first album, uh, to that song. Crazy. Uh, in the film uh, Me Time, uh, Marky Mark knew Seal, and uh, he had him come on <laughs> for for his buddy's birthday, and he sang uh, his his song, his single "Crazy." I have not heard that song in a really long time, so uh, that was on there, and I was like, "Man, that was cool." So I'm, I'm gonna recommend it uh, to that you guy. This was on uh, his album Seal, <laughs> the 1991. Uh, I believe it's his first album. And it is track number three, I believe. Um, but yeah, I like the song. I liked it the first time I heard it. I haven't heard it in a really, really long time. So uh, check out Seals. Uh, crazy. It but, is a good track. And it's probably just because they ran uh, Kiss from a Rose into the ground. They've done some I funny things song. with it since. Like uh, when they used it on Always Sunny in Philly. They've used it other places, obviously. They've used it a ton, but... Uh, I think considering that they used Kiss from Rose so much, I think uh, crazy, it feels like, I don't know, like when I think of that song, like it feels like, oh yeah, I want to hear that. Like, Yeah, it's a good Kiss song. From Rose. <laughs> um, I like Kiss from Rose because it was from that awesome film, uh, Batman Forever. But anyway, um, Again, uh, my son's right here. Uh, we went and saw Jaws uh, yesterday, the original film, and uh, it was like I said, it was his first time watching the whole film, like straight through instead of just seeing the, the little bits of it. But uh, Eric, original Jaws in IMAX. What did you think of the film? I liked it and it was good. What What did you like about it? I don't know. Sharks. I like sharks. Sharks are cool. I've always liked sharks since I was like little kid. I mean, you watch these movies today; it's all the CGI stuff. This was yeah. This was this was different just because it was all like, even though it wasn't CGI, you could tell it, it still looked good for not being CGI. Because like now, like whenever I see some CGI, I'm just like, bruh, I'm like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of people can say that this film is 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 it, it looks dumb, but at that time when it came out, man, it, it scared the hell out of everybody. It still scares me today in 2022 about going into the ocean because that's the first thing I think of is Jaws but uh, finally sitting there and watching it straight through and like there was only minimal shark until the end Yeah. So, but did uh, the beginning when uh, Chrissy gets killed I mean seeing that for the first time especially on a big IMAX screen I mean did, did you, how did you feel in that scene because it was one of these movie lists they were saying that that was the number one scariest scene in the movie 
it wouldn't be on my list. I, I'd really have to think about it. But for seeing that the first time, what did you what did you think of that scene when she got killed in the beginning? I thought it was cool. <laughs> I just liked how they filmed it. And they yeah. filmed they filmed it during the day actually. Dang. And, and they did camera work and, and made it look dark. But, mm. uh, flash forwarding to the end when uh, Jaws meets his demise. How did, how did you like that? I thought it was cool and I thought it was a it was a smart move on just to do that. <laughs> to blow it up. Yeah. Have you seen any of the other films? There's four of them altogether. No, because I, I only remember seeing like a little bit of the first one here and there. Like when I was a kid, sometimes I just remember you watching it and I'd see like most parts that I like, remember back then was just from when they're on the boat. All right. Well, we'll have to sit down and watch Jaws 2 because it's uh, pretty much the same cast. Well, the Chief Brody and all that. His kids are in it, but they're older. And now uh, we'll, we'll, we'll stomach the, the... I love all four of them, but uh, I, I, I'm i pretty sure you'll like the second one. And the, the body count is... I think it's about the same. I mean, there, there wasn't really a big body count in the, in the first film anyway. I mean, you got Chrissy, uh, Alec Kidner, uh, that dude in the boat when he got his leg bit off. Oh, yeah. Um, Pippet, the dog... Uh, <laughs> And um, Quint, the, the 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 boat captain at the end, shark hunter. Hmm. So, but what'd you think of that when he when he got bit? I was like, dang, I'm like, this fool's cool. But I was like, because <laughs> I kind of remember seeing that from like the parts I watched, but I forgot about it until I watched. I was like, cool. yeah, this happened. But I was like, I was like, dang, I was like, I like that dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. That was Eric uh, on his uh, first time watching Jaws. So uh, we'll have to sit down and watch Jaws 2 one night, see what he thinks about that one. But everyone, that is going to be it. This episode. I'm sorry about the last episode coming out. I just put it out like this morning. Uh, We're recording this on Sunday, (laughs) uh, September 4th. Uh, We recorded that one last weekend, but I had to do a lot of editing to it because it was just... uh, I got two recorders going. I'm looking at both of them right now, and they're both still recording so good. I won't have to do uh, much editing with it. But that uh, that uh, episode 265 is out. Um, I might give it a day before I put this one out. So thank you, though, uh, for just being patient. But you can go over to Anchor. We did drop a, um, uh, a whatchamacallit, um, Big Brother live feed, uh, which should have been out <laughs> also. <laughs> <laughs> a while ago, but I ended up putting it out two days ago. So that's right here. Um, again, I got to give props to everyone that listens to those over on Anchor. Uh, thank you. I mean, it's, it's again, I probably wouldn't have watched the show if it wasn't for Indy. Shout out to her. Um, and man, I hate what's his name. Uh, it's that guy with no shirt. Joseph? Uh, yeah, I hate him, man. He's all over my girl. In the, in the jury house <laughs> so but uh, yeah um, thanks everyone for listening to that so um, shout out to the guys of the horror returns uh, shout out to Brian he's doing his Amityville watch he's watching all 20 something Amityville movies so if, if you ask me the only ones really to watch are the original three the remake and then there was two. I think it was Amityville Awakening, Awakening, and then Amityville Murders. Um, so 
six total. I think you can watch the Amityville Karen, the Amityville Shark uh, House, the Amityville whatever. Oh, there's a ton of them, ton of them. Over 20 films, I would say. Again, only watch six, the ones that I mentioned. Those are the only ones worth watching. The other ones, if you want to be brave like Brian, yeah, go for it. <laughs> so, But we do got 31 Days of Horror coming. I really need to kick in the gear and get those going uh, so I don't have to do what I did last year and just record every single night. <laughs> so, But uh, Brian's going to help me out. Uh, Mike's going to come on. Uh, the Zisu, he's going to get in there at some point. I'll give him something to watch. And, yeah, that's about it. Again, listen to everything here on the regular network. I uh, got some more stuff coming for the Magnus podcast, more interviews, and we got more for Anchor. So definitely go over and check out those as well. And, yeah, that's going to be about it. We'll come back next week for more there is some i meant to watch them this week but i just i i just didn't <laughs> so no excuse i just didn't watch them but uh, there's some new movies uh horror films on uh, shutter uh that i want to check out also there's also one on um netflix that i want to check out shout out to the horror virgin is that the name of that podcast um that i listen to um they They've been busting out movies left and right. So uh, go over and check. Yeah, the horror version. Go over and check them out. Uh, awesome show. But they, they had mentioned a movie that's on Netflix. It, there's a movie that just came out this year. And uh, I didn't listen to that episode. But from what I'm hearing, everyone is saying it's pretty good. So I'm going to try to watch that and then uh, bring it to you guys next week. So um, just come back then. And, uh, yeah, follow us everywhere. Facebook, uh, Instagram. Society Podcast, at Macnez Pod, uh, at the ZSU, at uh, Macnez. Uh, follow our YouTube page, just search East Society. Uh, shoot on over to T Public and pick up an East Society and a Macnez Podcast shirt. I got new stickers coming in. Uh, for those of you that didn't get the last ones, uh, reach out to me and I'll, I'll send you some. I'll send you the old ones. I only got a few old ones, but I need to make put in another order for those, as well as Macnez Podcast stickers. Uh, we got a new one. Shout out to uh, Robin Jackson from the Classic Wolf podcast. He um, did a new design for us for a few wrestling marks. Uh, it says ESP Society podcast, but like like how NWO, the New World Order, how they had their uh, their font. It's like that. That's definitely going to be a, a new T-shirt design. And uh, again, stickers are coming. So uh, reach out to me if you want some. And yeah, follow us on TikTok at uh, East Society Podcast. So, but yeah, come back next week for more. So, until then, be safe out there and party on. Yep. Thanks everyone for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, East Society. Bye.